Bible Fellowship Church devotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment that you need to make it through these difficult times. Last week, we discussed the variety of themes and moods contained within the Psalms and noted that while there are many Psalms that praise the Lord, only one has the title of a song of praise, and that is Psalm 145. The author is listed as David, and he models praising God for his greatness, his goodness, his glory, and his grace. Last week, we covered praising God for his greatness and his goodness. Today, our topic will be praising God for his glory and grace. The passage today comes from Psalm 145, verses 10 through 21. Let's go to the scriptures. Verse 10. All of your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all of your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power, to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious of your splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in his words and kind in all his works. The Lord upholds the, all who are falling and raises up those who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is gracious in all of his ways and kind in all of his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Today we'll start by praising God for his glory. Verses 10 and 11 say, All of your works shall thank you, and all the saints bless you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power. This is not just the believer, but creation itself will declare God's glory. Psalm 19, verse 1 and 2 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech, and night after night they reveal knowledge. As believers, we see God in nature and marvel at his continual working in our lives. Our natural response to the glory of God ought to be to speak of that glory and tell of its power. We get to enjoy the kingdom of God now in its present state while looking forward to the perfect, everlasting kingdom in the future. But what about the unbeliever? Everything was created and is sustained in such a way to steer our attention to a creator. Romans 1, verse 19 and 20 says, For what can be known about God is made plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. Deep inside, at some level, the skeptic has a notion that the beautiful sunrise and the painted sunset are no accident. The order in the solar system and the laws of nature serve as a silent witness to an eternal, omniscient, omnipotent creator who made it all. Now the unbeliever may choose to give up their excuses and acknowledge the Creator God, or they can persist in their hard-headedness as the Romans passage continues in chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him, but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and images and creeping things. You can read the remainder of Romans 1 to see the results of this downward path, and you'll find out that we are far better off for praising God for his glory now. Let's move on to verses 14 through 21 and praise God for his grace. 
God is not required to do anything for man, nor can man twist God's arm to merit any blessing. Yet look at verse 14. It says he upholds those falling and raises up those bowed down. In verse 15, you give them their food and their season. Verse 16, you open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. This is what God does for us out of his grace, and that is why verse 13 calls him faithful. There is still more grace yet to be seen. Verse 17 calls him righteous. More than that, he is holy, completely void of sin. But as verse 18 says, in his grace he is near to all who call on him. That means he has drawn near to us sinners, not because of our works, but because of his grace. It's this same grace that in verse 19 says, fulfills the desires of those who fear him, that hears our cries, and that saves us from the penalty we rightly deserve. So as a result, our response should be like that of David. We should speak the praise of the Lord, hallelujah for his grace. We ought to adore his name with full strength, with all of our affections. So let's do that now. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your glory. Help us to see more of your glory in creation and in your word. Keep us in continual awe of your majesty. And Lord, we thank you for your grace, that undeserved favor that you richly gave us. Thank you for upholding us and drawing near to us. May we ever speak your praises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from your pastoral staff and on Sundays for our services streamed live on YouTube and Facebook. You can also join us in person on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. and also at 6 p.m. for our evening service. You can go to our website, www.bfcsebring.com, for the links to these services and other resources. Also, be sure to download our new app. You can search BFC Sebring in the App Store. Have a blessed day.